0: All right, guys. What's going on? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host Ryan with you guys today. Uh, always a pleasure to uh, be be able to sit down and uh, you know come on the show and talk to all of our listeners out there. And I got my great co-host Nate with us today as well. What's going on, Nate?
1: What's up, guys? I uh, Had my classic uh, slow day today, so kind of <laughs> still waking up a little bit. You know, woke up a few hours ago. Definitely not on the grind today. But uh, how are you doing, Ryan?
0: And hey man. I mean, yesterday I woke up at 1 o'clock because I was up to like 3.30 <laughs> in the morning doing edits for guys. And I mean, you know, I get I get paid most of the time to do those. Obviously, uh, for guys we have on the show, I always do them for free. But uh, guys who aren't on the show, you know, usually $10 an edit. Uh, but I was up pretty late doing that. And some, some guy was actually, uh, I made this a couple of days ago. Uh, it was like 2 a.m. I was making the edit. And I kept sending him like the ideas I had. And he kept telling me like, oh, do this, oh, do that. Had me up to like 3.30 in the morning making that edit, but it came out pretty fire. So I was pretty happy with it. But uh, yeah, if, if any athletes are listening to this, hit me up for an edit. Uh, I do $10 an edit and they're usually pretty, pretty fucking fire. So definitely hit me up for that. But again, on with today's show, we have a very special guest on the show today. My man, Jake Renda, committed to the Pittsburgh University. What's going on, Jake? How you doing today?
2: Yeah, I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good myself, man. Uh, You know, we were talking about this uh, earlier, but we can see you got the dope pit flag. In the back, you know, definitely yep, a very, yep. very tough flag right there. I mean, Pitt has been uh, pretty good this year. We actually uh, have talked to a uh, athlete from pick. I don't know if you know uh, Johnny Patricia, and he plays uh, safety at yeah, Pitt. Definitely. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, earlier uh, in the, when the show was uh, kind of first getting uh, started, we had him on as like one of our first guests, you know, awesome guy. So we have all love for Pitt. And, you know, kind of starting out with uh, the question we wanted to ask is, uh, why did uh, you choose Pitt to uh, attend for the next four years?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So originally I was actually committed to uh, Michigan State and, you know, just going through all the recruiting process, talking to my coaches. Um, and ever since, you know, I was a freshman in high school, Pitt was always, you know, up there at the top of my list, you know, for a lot of reasons, obviously it's a high academic and athletic uh, university. But uh, for me personally, I have a lot of family there. My dad actually grew up in Pittsburgh. He went to Central Catholic and, um, which is, you know, about five minutes away from university. And my grandparents still live there, along with his brothers and cousins and all that. So I'm constantly in the Pittsburgh area, constantly, you know, going to pit games, even before in the, I was in the recruiting process. Um, so I just fell in love with the city and fell in love with the school and eventually fell in love with the coaching staff and the other commits and all that kind of stuff. So it just felt like the right school uh, for me,
1: especially yeah, later in the
2: recruiting process. but.
1: Yeah, it seems like a really uh, logical choice there. And, uh, you know, you were talking a little about the recruits that are coming there and uh, also some of the people that are already on the team. Uh, is there anyone on that offense that you're really excited to play for or play with? Yeah, I've been in communication with a lot of the guys. Obviously, we got, you know, group chats and
2: all that kind of stuff going. Um, but, you know, Nate Yarnell, he's coming from Texas. Uh, I've been in touch with him. Probably going to end up rooming with him, actually. So he's just a great kid, great athlete. Um, he actually, you know, he, he didn't play a senior season, but, we can't be more excited about him and just can't wait to get to work with them.
0: Yeah. Nate, Nate, uh, Yarnell actually follows our Instagram. I always, uh, I always be seeing him, uh, liking our pictures, you know, great guy. So definitely, you know, I'd be excited to play with him for sure. And, uh, you know, earlier when we, uh, when we asked you uh, about, uh, you know, why you committed to pay, you brought up how you uh, ended up decommitting from MSU. Uh, can you take us through, uh, why, you know, you made that decision ultimately, ultimately to uh, decommit from uh, MSU?
2: Yeah, definitely. So when I committed to Michigan state, I didn't have an offer from Pitt that came a couple months after I'd already committed. Um, but at the time, I a hundred percent felt like uh, Michigan state was definitely the best school for me that, you know, was available that I had an offer from. Um, and there's nothing, you know, no hard feelings with Michigan state. You know, I love the school. My uncle grew up in East Lansing. So, you know, heard nothing but great things. Um, but like I said, eventually the pit offers came to the table and you know, I couldn't turn it down. I felt like that was just the perfect school for me, you know, with everything included. Um, so really nothing against Michigan State, but it was just that pit was just my number one all along. So.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, getting an offer from Pitt, you know, obviously you said it's your number one. Uh, I probably would have honestly done the same by uh, decommitting and going to my number one school. So definitely makes sense right there. Uh, kind of uh, stand on track was talking about your future at Pitt. Uh, did you have the uh, opportunity to uh, visit Pitt? I know you said your uh, your dad grew up in the uh, area, but did you uh, get a chance to go on an official visit with them?
2: Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, once I kind of the recruiting starts. Services- process started to pick up for me. That was in kind of the whole quarantine dead period deal. So everything I received, like, so there was no official visits. Everything was through Zoom, just like this. Um, and, you know, there's downsides to that. I think all recruits want to be able to get on campus, you know, see it for themselves, get a feeling for the school. Um, but every school, you know, especially Pitt, you know, as good as they possibly can, can, uh, just had kids on Zoom, sent videos, sent pictures, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I was able to get a good feeling for that, talk to the coaches. Um, and fortunately for me, I'd been to a pit, you know, football camp years prior. And obviously I have family in the area, so I'm familiar with the school. Um, so it didn't really have that much of an impact on like my view of Pit, you know, if that makes sense because I was so familiar with it even before the recruiting process. Um, but definitely for other recruits, I mean, if you're not you know, able to get that official visit, go really get a feel for the school. It makes the process extremely hard, especially for a big decision, like where you are going to spend the next four years of your life, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, like off the bat, we kind of went straight to like how your recruiting process has gone and why you chose Pitt and all your answers have been pretty spectacular. I mean, it really makes sense that you're at Pitt now. Um, but I was just wondering, you know, could you bring us through a little bit of your football background, you know, like uh, how you played in high school, like what positions you played, stuff like that?
2: Yeah, for sure, so. My freshman year of high school was actually at Princeton High School. Um, You know, I live in Princeton, so I just attended my public high school. And I was the varsity quarterback there my freshman year. Um, I ended up transferring uh, to Notre Dame High School, where I had to sit out for half the season my sophomore year because of the transfer rules in New Jersey. So that was a little bit of a bummer. I actually ended up coming back and playing defensive end for the remainder of my sophomore season at Notre Dame. And my junior year, uh, I'm still at Notre Dame, and I played quarterback. Uh, We had a great season, uh, you know, undefeated. Went on to, you know, a little run in the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. So then my senior season, um, I went down to IMG Academy um, to play tight end. So, you know, obviously that was a tremendous experience. We won the national championship, um, you know, every day just playing with some of the best athletes in the country. So, you know, I try to take advantage of every little bit of resources that I could down there um but yeah I mean throughout high school I played a bunch of different positions you know had the opportunity to attend a bunch of different high schools and just I mean overall it was a great experience and I wouldn't change anything about it
1: yeah definitely and you know uh, you talked about a little bit of your experience at quarterback and uh like how much that uh how much that experience you had during high school did that experience at quarterback really help you make that transition to tight end
2: um, absolutely. I think that, you know, just the playing quarterback and when you're playing quarterback, obviously it's, you know, you got to kind of, it's a big picture, you know, you got to understand the offense and everything like that. And just going from quarterback to playing tight end. I mean, even when you're a quarterback, obviously you're throwing the guys that are running routes and you got to understand the run game and the pass game. So it makes it a lot easier to transition to a new position, especially on offense like tight end where it's not really, I mean, the mental game isn't, you know, as big of a factor, but just having that previous experience, you know, at the quarterback position, it just makes it 10 times easier, especially when you have to try to understand and take in a new offense.
0: Yeah. 100% agree with you there, man. And, uh, it's kind of a funny story. You know, we were talking about this before hopping on, uh, to record today, but, uh, you actually, uh, played against, uh, my old high school, uh, high, high school, obviously going to Notre Dame and being from, uh, New Jersey, you know, a uh, pretty, pretty small world, but, uh, you know, at Notre Dame, uh, before you ended up, uh, transferring to IMG, uh, what would you say was your uh, favorite moment playing for, uh, that school?
2: Yeah, I loved, you know, every minute I was at Notre Dame high school and, my favorite moment would probably be, um, so we had our first playoff win in 15 or so years last year, um, you know, big underdogs going into the game, that whole thing. And that would probably be my favorite moment, just like, you know, the last drive, where we kind of sealed the game and, you know, with all my guys, you know, down in Notre Dame High School. So, you know, I think for sure, I mean, maybe my favorite football, you know, moment play ever. Um, that was a special day down in the Notre Dame. So we played Del Barton. The playoffs last year and you know that was a big win for the program in the school so
0: yeah 100% man you know coming away with that uh, huge win is definitely you know a great moment and it seems like you would uh, you definitely enjoyed that uh, moment and then uh, you know going uh, forward with your uh, high school career obviously uh, you know you mentioned how you ended up transferring from Notre Dame to IMG Academy uh, can you take us through that uh, decision and why you uh, ultimately decided to uh, spend your last year at high school at IMG?
2: definitely. So that was an extremely hard decision. Uh, Obviously um, once we kind of went in the whole, you know, lockdown um, there was a lot of uncertainty, whether we were even going to have a season this year or Notre Dame was going to have a season. People were going to play high school football in New Jersey. So that was a big factor too. just that uncertainty, whether or not you're gonna have a senior season. And obviously Florida was, you know, at the time a lot more open and, you know, they were like, yeah, like we're hundred percent having a season down here. Um, Along with that, um, I kinda at that point I had known that I was gonna be playing tight end in college and just opportunity to go down there um to get, you know, exposure. I think that you're gonna get at the next level just playing for a program like that, but also just um how much you're gonna be able to develop, especially at a new position that I haven't played, you know, a ton at before. I mean, you just got tremendous amounts of resources down there, you know, the weight room, the different coaches. Um and then every day in practice, you're playing against some of the best guys in the country. So, I mean, you're just going to get better every single day in practice. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just feel like I couldn't turn that down. Um, you know, all those things uh, involved. But, you know, sitting here now after winning the national championship, 100%, you know, it was, the, it was the right decision. I never regret it. And you know, I'm just going forward now. I'm <laughs> going to go to pit in a couple months and, or a couple weeks now. But...
1: Yeah, so, you know, uh, what's it like, what was it like being under the spotlight, spotlight, like you were at IMG, you know, a huge program there, gets a lot of national attention, and that was kind of your goal in going there, was to get that national attention at tight end, Um, but what was it like, was there any pressure associated with that, and like, if so, how did you deal with that pressure?
2: Yeah, definitely, I think that, you know, that's definitely something that's involved in it, you know, when you're playing games on ESPN, and, you know, that's kind of like every high school kid's dream, I think, and you know, in a lot of ways, it helps you get ready for the next level when you're going to be playing games on, you know, ESPN, ACC Network, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think, you know, all the guys down there and me included, obviously, don't really try to read into it too much. We just go out there and play it like every other high school game. And at the end of the day, when, you know, you're out there playing football, it just feels like every other high school game. Um, so just not really let it get through our heads. You know, there's, you know, a lot of talk in the beginning of the season, like, you know, could IMG make a national championship run? And Obviously, we ended up doing that, but, you know, every coach is, you know, for every game, like, one week at a time, one game at a time, one to know this week. So, just really not letting it get to our heads and just, you know, staying focused on, you know, the week or the game that week and –
0: yeah, one hundred percent, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, IMG is just absolutely uh, crazy with talent, including yourself. Uh, you know, um, you know, multiple three, four, five star recruits on IMG. Uh, what was it like just being able to play with uh, such talented guys around you and being able to, you know, elevate your game? Uh, obviously, at uh, such a such a big school like IMG.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, every day, like in practice, you're going against these extremely talented kids, and that's going to ultimately make you better, get you ready for the next level. When you know, you know, I'm going to pit now. I feel a lot more prepared than I was originally, and just because every day in practice. I mean, you're going against great athletes, and that's going to make you better. And then, and in a lot of ways, games were actually easier than um, the practices were, because every day it's just like every day practice is treated like a game. So.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. I mean, like you said, going against those uh, top guys in practice, I feel like would definitely get you uh, more prepared for uh, the next step at uh, pit. So that definitely makes sense. And uh, another teammate that you had the uh, the pleasure of playing was obviously a quarterback commit to Michigan State, uh, J.J. McCarthy. Uh, what was it like being able to uh, play with uh, such a talented quarterback like J.J. and having him throw you the ball?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, J.J. is an extremely talented quarterback in, in a lot of ways he, you know, helped you get ready for the next level as well. So it's little things. I mean, just whether he's, you know, brings in the offense for a meeting to go over plays, puts in plays for that week, goes over film, all that kind of stuff. And that's stuff that, you know, is rare. And you're not going to find that a lot of other high schools. You're not going to, you know, other high schools, the starting quarterback isn't going to, you know, bring in the offense to go over film on a, on a Wednesday or a bye week you know, whenever it is. So, you know, a lot of those guys like JJ um, are just extremely dedicated to their, to their craft and what they do and take it seriously. And that's kind of just the environment that's created at IMG and why it has such a big influence on, you know, me and other players down there is they take it seriously. And same thing with the coaches, um, you know, it's just a different level of, you know, I mean, repetitiveness every day. It's just like they constantly hone in on the little things and that's what you're going to see at the next level too, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, you talked about how uh, you know he's really bringing you through all that film, and uh, how you guys are really paying attention to every single little detail of your craft, and really just uh, working hard at it every little bit. Um, and you know, I think that some casual fans, you know, whether they're watching high school football, college football, NFL football, uh, really any level, they might not really focus on those like little details of what they're watching. You know, they'll see the tight end, they'll see him run around, and they'll see him catch the ball. That's it. You know, um, but what would you say is one of the parts of tight end that's really uh, more difficult than people? uh, would expect or more difficult than some casual fans really see.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, I think that, um, not necessarily one of the most difficult, but one of the things I had to kind of, you know, work on a lot was the blocking aspect. Um, after just, you know, playing quarterback throughout all of high school and a little bit of receiver and, you know, pop one and that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just one of those things that I never really had to hone in on. Um, so, again, like when I went down to IMG, that's one of the things you got with the O-line coach go over blocking techniques and that kind of stuff. Um, even at a quarterback, you get a little bit of an understanding of route running and, you know, little things that are involved in that. But, you know, blocking is one of those things that I really had to step back and, like, focus on my technique and get my technique right. And so it's another one of the benefits of going down to IMG and talking to the coaches down there and the other, you know, O-line, O-line players and, you know, having them help me out and, you know, get my technique right. So. Personally, that's one of the things that I kind of had to make sure I had developed, especially to get ready for college.
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's huge that you develop that in your senior season of high school. You know, we've talked to some guys, whether they're in college or the NFL, uh, who are either at wide receiver, tight end, um, even running backs with pass blocking and stuff, who never really get that training and who never really work on their blocking until they get to college. And they're kind of overwhelmed with that in their first couple of years. Uh, but I think that the fact that you've worked on your blocking so much will definitely make you a lot more ready, just even like in your freshman year and your sophomore year, stuff like that. Um, do you yeah, think that that's something sure. that's really going to help you, like once you get to pit, like just get in, make an immediate impact? set your goal there?
2: 100. That's what. I'm, that's my goal. Is to make an immediate impact any way I can, whether it's you know playing tight end or on special teams or whatever it is. Um, so just honing in on all aspects of my game is just going to help me do that.
0: Yeah, 100 percent, man. You know, really like that you're, uh, you know, in in my opinion, at least, that uh, if you want to be successful in football, you got to be good at almost all parts of the game, you know, catching, blocking, stuff like that. So, you know, being versatile in uh, football, I think definitely leads to success. So very, very happy to hear that you are that you're working on that and uh, striving to do that. Uh, And then for your for uh, playing at Pitt, you know, obviously Pitt goes up against a lot of very good teams. Uh, Is there any team uh, specifically that you look forward to playing uh, in college?
2: Uh, personally, uh, there's no specific team, you know, just every week, one game at a time, uh, trying to get a win every week and eventually, you know, win an ACC championship. That's the goal. So no one specific, just go out there every week and do the same thing.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you know, very good teams in the ACC, uh, you know, with Pitt. So definitely going to be, you know, some great games that you're going to be able to play in and uh, go up against and, you know, very – and hopefully get, you know, many touchdowns to come against these uh, top teams. Uh, another question that I want to touch upon is obviously being an athlete like yourself uh, with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of recognition uh, around you. Uh, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities that are sort of uh, put onto your back that you got to carry on your shoulders. Uh, do you think that being an athlete sort of makes you uh, yourself – as a, Uh, better person
2: yeah that's a good question I think that you know all athletes can probably attest to this Um, but just you know when you're playing sports especially sport like football I think you're kind of naturally given a platform where you have you know a bigger audience or whatever that is and you know actually when I was down at IMG that's one of the big things that they focused on we would have sessions where we went over stuff specifically you know about this question like when you have a big audience what kind of stuff can you do to you know make an impact and you know they talk about and whether it's on twitter you know what kind of message you're putting out there on instagram what kind of message you're putting out there and a lot of it is kind of just unique to the the athlete um and whatever they want to you know whatever impact they want to make a lot of guys are you know holding toy drives or you know whatever it is nowadays but I think as athletes, it's definitely important that, and, you know, we take, kind of take that responsibility and find what we're passionate about. And you can use that and kind of make a positive impact with that, you know, audience that you're given just through sports. So, I mean, I don't really, I haven't personally figured out what that is for me yet. Um, that's definitely a goal of mine is over the next four years to kind of figure out what that passion is and to make an impact.
1: Yeah. And that's definitely huge. I 100% agree. You know, you get a lot of those uh, like leadership skills, you get a lot of those skills just for life in general, and you get a lot of that platform, like you said, to really use that for good. Um, I've got one question that's definitely a little bit out of line with the other questions that we've been asking so far, but I do like to ask one cause it usually brings out some kind of good story. Uh, but really like, why don't you take us into the story behind your number that you wore in high school? Like what was, uh, what was that all about? And what was the story behind that?
2: Yeah. So at Notre Dame high school, um, I wore number seven and that's kind of just the number I wore, you know, all the time through, you know, any sport that I played. And I guess, you know, it kind of originated through, um, you know, I started playing baseball. My favorite player was Mickey Mantle and I kind of just wore it, you know, like one year in rec and that kind of just, you know, continued throughout, you know, all levels of, you know, football, baseball, middle school, high school, whatever it is. So, um that's why I wore number seven and when I got the IMG um you know there was some limited options as far as numbers but uh, I chose number 15 and you know one of my other favorite players is Tim Tebow so that's why I chose number 15 um I wish I had a better story there's no you know like epiphany or whatever it is that I had to get my number but some of my favorite players and whatever was available so
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, Tim Tebow is a very fun uh, player to watch uh, definitely in college and also in the NFL for a bit. Would you say that uh, when you were playing quarterback that uh, Tim Tebow was a guy that you kind of uh, modeled your game after?
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I definitely, uh, you know, love watching his highlights and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that kind of player that he was and the kind of person that was off the field. So in a lot of ways, I think, you know, try to model myself after him. But
0: yeah, great guy to, you know, model yourself after, you know, always was a blast to watch in college football, especially uh, when he was playing, when he was playing for the Gators, you know, man was just out of this world. Uh, but last question that uh, I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, before we wrap this one up, you know, obviously you mentioned how uh, the coronavirus pandemic affected your recruiting process and uh, your decision making on where to go. Uh, but other than that, you know, uh, did, what did the uh, pandemic do to sort of, uh, you know, affect your own uh, lifestyle and also uh, how you were able to train for football?
2: Yeah, so I think personally, um, the pandemic, um, once we kind of went into the whole lockdown, um, you know, originally thought it was going to be a week or so, and then eventually that turned into a a month and another month and then the whole semester. So personally, I think that, you know, I was grateful for it just because you're able to spend more time with your family, You know, especially sitting here now when you're going off to college in a couple weeks, you know, you're really grateful for it because, you know, you're going to go live, somewhere else outside of your home and you're you know thankful for that time that you have with your family um and football wise i think that you know i don't know if i would be sitting here now having gone img um if i didn't you know the pandemic didn't happen so i definitely wouldn't change anything about it and you know i'm thankful for i'm thankful for you know everything that's going on going on now and i'm definitely looking forward to what's going to happen in the future um as far as workouts and what you can do to better yourself um, a lot of other guys just trying, trying to find, you know, little ways that we can continue to work and you get better. Um, whether it's going to a field, you know, finding, you know, a gym, finding ways, doing something at home. Um, and obviously a lot of teams that you're a part of, whether it was at Notre Dame High School or IMG, they send out stuff to keep the players accountable. You know, whether it's little workouts they had to do, they had to log in, check in, to make sure they're keeping up their work. Um, so you just got to keep up with, you know, with your craft, getting better every day. And the coach are gonna again, going to make sure that the whole team's doing that. Um, but you got got to take it in your own hands, too, and just see what you can do better in any way that you can, whether it's going out for a run in your backyard or going to the field by yourself, so... Yeah,
0: definitely, man. You know, I really, really like to hear that you were able to work on your craft during the pandemic and make the most out of it basically, and staying on top of, uh, you know, your football skills and being able to uh, work at it and get better for sure, man, you know, some awesome stuff to hear, but with that, uh, that basically wraps up our show for today, Jake, I want to thank you so much once again, for being able to hop on the show and talk with us, man. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. You got anything else you want to say before we sign off?
2: Uh, No, thank you. That's it. But um. thank you for having me on the show. Really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you so much once again, for being able to hop on and uh, talk with us
1: today. Absolute pleasure. Uh, Nate, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, just uh, thank you so much again, Jake, uh, for coming on the show and uh, hope everyone has a good day.
0: Yeah, Nate, Nate, uh, yeah, speaking the you. words of wisdom right there, hoping everyone has a good day. Nate, always with some uh, nice, nice, <laughs> little, nice positivity at the end of every episode. i love to hear it. Uh, but with that, I want to thank everyone for listening and tuning into our show. Like always, if you haven't, make sure you subscribe and listen to all of our episodes. It would be much appreciated. And as well as that, make sure you follow our Instagram at QF Podcast. We are about 100 followers away from hitting 7K. Very happy about that considering we started back in May. So make sure you go and follow the Instagram at QF Podcast. We post some episode updates, football content, and I post my fucking fire edits on there like always. So make sure you go show some love, like up the photos and give us a follow. But with that, I want to thank everyone for listening today and we'll see you guys next time.